0: in the gates of delirium i know he does and i okay it's six o'clock now okay start josh josh is the guest host yay hey everybody
1: welcome to a friday night at mutiny radio my name is josh con i will be hosting in the stead of pam benjamin which this is the fucking week of benjamin in the bay she's all over she's at the punchline on sunday she fucking murdered alameda comedy last night in a headliner and it was nuts so we're gonna all get together and in celebration of the uh the week of the Bay of the Benjamin, we're all going to get together, we're going to sling our jokes. I'm going to try not to shit myself or whip out my dick. I might whip out. Hi, Brady. We might, I might whip out my dick. Uh, that's my Brady impression. All right, guys, we're going to get it going, guys. We're going to bring up your first comic. He wins all the competitions here. He has a whole bunch of trophies in his room that his mom polishes for him. Welcome to the stage, Sam Carol, everybody.
2: I'm a little nervous. I feel like I've set the host and she's walking out right now. Oh, this is kind of a good thing. Now I can talk shit about her behind her back. No, I'm just kidding. We don't do that here. Someone else did that a few weeks ago. Damien did that. It wasn't cool, I guess. Well, it's not really a joke, but... <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Hey, Josh. Welcome to another fabulous week at Mutiny Radio. How you guys doing? Yeah. Are you comic? Nice, what happened to your leg? Baseball, siding, did you get dirt in there? Did you clean it out? Did you go to hospital or what? I went to uh, Sutter Health at 45 Castro. I got hit by a car and my leg grinded against the pavement and got a lot of blackness on the inside of it. They didn't clean it out, so don't go there if you have a cut that's dirty they will not clean it out they will just be like yeah you're fine i'd see you you're trying to collect insurance money you fucking scumbag it's what i do actually it's my my side hustle is getting hit by cars i ride i ride my bike for a living i'm a bike messenger and on the side i get hit by cars and collect insurance money it's very profitable you'd be surprised how profitable it is my nickname is actually scam That's been my childhood nickname since I've been in sixth grade. Scam. Hey, Brady. I actually, I don't even have any jokes today to tell you. I just wanted to come up here and tell you that I hung out with Doug Stanhope till 5 a.m. last night, and we got very drunk, and what is... I want us to be friends. I want Doug and I to be very good friends. I want us to be friends so badly. Do you see it in my eyes, Doug? I love you. It was a fun night. Doug's hilarious. Doug is the funniest man on earth. He wore a suit with, uh, he wore a pink suit with anchors. And he smoked cigarettes in the club after hours. And he did wasn't me but anyway, i tell some jokes before I get off stage so I, this guy writes my name down on the clipboard to do one of Pam's shows um I was walking around Centerline the other day and I saw littered plan B just like dude plan B carcass immediately started laughing because it's a hilarious predicament someone's eating plan B on the move what kind of fucking low life is eating Plan B on the move. Just so, so... Your affairs are so out of order if you're eating Plan B on the move. First of all, you probably can't even have children anymore if you're just desensitized. So I, I thought you had to eat Plan B crying in your car. I didn't know you could eat it on the move. So, anyway, you probably don't even need Plan B at that point. You've probably taken it 47 times. you stolen it 40 times. You know I saw the other day? It's plan b with a security tag on it that is funny as shit Cause you know what that means It's like you try to steal that thing you walk out the door of walgreens the thing starts beeping going beep beep stop it come back security guard runs after you and is like hey you gotta keep that thing it's in reference to the baby you gotta keep the baby that's the nod for the light but uh... I know, there's a lot of packaging in Plan B. There's entirely too much pa- packaging for the plan, tiny little plan B pill. It's like the neutron of an atom, and the packaging represents the uh, electron field around it. It's entirely too much packaging. But it kind of the folks at Plan B kind of get to do whatever the fuck they want with the packaging when you consider the carbon offset of killing the kid. It kind of, they could fill a stadium full of packaging peanuts and it would still, it would still be eco-friendly. Any dude with a Greta Thunberg poster and a Keep Tahoe Blue bumper sticker would still have to applaud at the the Plan B packaging. I don't know where I'm going with this, but the Keep Tahoe Blue, what, is that a political thing or is the lake turning a different color? It was both. Are Republicans moving in and putting food coloring in the lake? I don't fucking know. I'm Sam. Bye. Woo. Woo.
1: Pump it. Pump it. When they clap, just pump it. Pump the music loud when they clap. All right. No worries. All right, you guys. Hey, give it up for Sam one more time, everybody. You got to clap for the guy, though. I do I do disagree with his views about Plan B. I think they should airdrop that shit on America. We got too many fucking people, right, you know? Yeah. People accuse me of wanting people to die with COVID, and I'm like, nah, you know, I just wish COVID, like, only killed stupid people, you know? Like, that would make it okay for me. Like, if you'd ever bought a Garth Brooks album, like, you should get COVID. Okay, guys, we're going to bring up your next comic. She's going to do it from the door, because you could do it on stage with your cigarette. You're, you, it's your house. Got... Oh, okay. okay, well, she's going to do it from the door, guys. Everybody give it up for the proprietors. Pam Benjamin.
0: Keep it going for Josh, everybody. And Scotto for running the board. Thanks for doing that, man. Yay, Scotto. He does flat black plastic on Saturdays from noon to two. And you should listen to that because he's really talented. I'm going to tell you jokes now. But I'm going to do it to the people outside, too. <laughs> because You to hear my jokes. No, I want to smoke. Okay, so hi. Um, I I should do real jokes, but I'm gonna talk about. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm already drunk. Uh, I was I, I woke up at 2:45 this afternoon drunk, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get here and keep drinking, because <laughs> is that a problem? <laughs> Glad Josh is laughing. This guy. I'm gonna try to impress this guy. Uh, not you, Josh. This this guy. Our neighbor. No, you with the the gray hair. Um, it's been weird lately because I've been hit on by the whole range of people. Uh, Everything from 21 to 63, I checked his ID. Uh, He tried to kickflip his way into my heart. He held my hand and uh, said, hey, will you take me home? And I was like, are you homeless? (laughs) Are you okay? And then he showed me his ID. And I was like, go home to your mommy. (laughs) Like, are you okay? Anyways, that was fun. COVID's over. A 21-year-old tried to make out with me on the street. (laughs) It's Done. Uh, I finally feel hot for the first time in my life. Yay, I'm 46 and I finally feel hot. Uh, but that's because I'm going through menopause. So I'm on fire constantly. It's awful. I'm sweating right now, but it is hot outside. So it might not be a hot flash. <sighs> I don't, Josh? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to do any of my real jokes because I know everybody here. So I want to, I should try to impress Dwat with a new joke. Uh, have you heard this new thing about these young guys? They're doing this intermittent fasting. Have you heard about intermittent fasting? They're calling it microdosing food. These these idiots, it's called, you're going to mansplain an eating disorder to me. Come on. It's called anorexia, you freaks. I only eat when the sun is out for two hours and then, yeah. Man, mansplain that eating disorder to me that I've had for 30 years. You just go right ahead. Uh, I used to, I'm I'm not. I used to be bulimic, uh, and that is an expensive, that is a rich girl's disease, you know, because it, uh, it's ter- I mean, it makes you four times the consumer, which is great for the American economy, right? But terrible for me. But I was trying to be an environmentalist, so I decided to vomit into the composting. Regurgitate, renew, recycle. That highly acidic compost will be great on the wine vines in Napa. <laughs> it's gonna be 2020 Pinot no Dylan what do you what do you want to laugh about anything I don't want to talk I'll do a Jesus joke I haven't talked about Jesus in a while right I was reading the Bible earlier on the street because I like to remind myself of feminist tropes Uh, I love the Bible because there's two books it's taught me everything I know about feminism right because two books in the Bible about women Esther and Ruth familiar anyone familiar with the Bible right Esther, what did she do? She saved the entire Jewish people. How did she do that? Was she clever? Was she a great orator? Was she good at sports? No, she had a hot rack and didn't look Jewy. That's it. Her name was fucking Hadassah, and they changed it to Esther because it sounded too Jewy. And then she saved the whole, just being hot saved the Jewish people. This is, see, I learned about feminism. Just be hot, and you can save people. The other book, Ruth, Oh, so important, right? You guys remember Ruth? Matthew, he knew Ruth back in the day because he's that old. Uh, but she she was like the great-great-great-great-great-great great, grandmother of uh, Jesus. And how did she rise to this level? Uh, so she was in another country and her husband died and she followed her mother-in-law back to a country that was not her own. And then she listened to her mother-in-law and slept with the old rich fat dude. <laughs> Slept at the feet of Boaz for three days. She did. She slept at the feet of Boaz. This is the thing about the Bible, right? Is that. Thank you. Uh, feet. Anytime they mention feet in the Bible, they're totally talking about sex. Like Mary Magdalene washed the feet. Fucking Ruth slept at the feet of Boaz. All the feet stuff. Foot fetish. Jesus has a fucking foot fetish. It's all. That's all. That's all Jesus fucking. All, this, all the feet references. No one else has a foot fetish. Just me. Cool. That's. I'll I'll leave you on this. I uh, was at the dentist on Tuesday and it it was amazing and I learned some really new things. I learned one, I can take a lot more pain than I thought. Uh, Two, I can have my mouth open a long time without complaining and and three, I like a woman's fingers in my mouth. So that was, you know how awkward it is to ask Dr. Aaron to pull your hair while you're sitting in the chair? That is rough. All right, give it back to your host, it's Josh Kahn, yay. Give it up
1: for Pam Benjamin. She is not Jewy looking on her feet. She does not have Jewish looking feet, everybody. Join her OnlyFans, HadassahSandals.com. I don't know. That was that was not well thought through. COVID has been uh great for me, but now that it's over, it's going horrible again. So I started up a business out of my trunk where I'm I'm selling uh counterfeit vaccine cards if anyone needs one. Forty five dollars. Uh forty forty cash. Forty five if you uh, you know. It's a deal. It's a deal. We're going to bring up our next comic. On that note, he is one of the funniest, wackiest guys that I've ever known. Welcome to the stage. Dwap Mai. Thank you.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh He said I'm the wackiest person, but I don't know who he is. (laughs) I'm wacky. Anyways. Hey, uh, you know how people create jobs? I hate jobs. Stop creating them. The guy goes, I created 300 jobs. I'm like, well, then you do them. All right? I don't want to do them. You know, before jobs, we we hunted and we, we fished and we grew vegetables. Those are all the things that my 65-year-old dad does, which means before jobs, we were all born into retirement. We, we made it. We were there. The baby was born. We said, you're going to have a good life. You're only going to work when you're motivated. Let me throw you up in the air. But then Jobs, Jobs took it away, and then they turned around and they offered us a retirement package. That's like stealing my car and then driving around the block and then offering me a ride. I'm like, that's my car. That's my dent. I hit a deer on my way to Seattle. The window was down, and I felt the spray. We've been through a lot, that car. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, where did Jobs come from? Where did Jobs come from? From the invention of the wheel. That allowed people to carry more berries than they could eat, and now there's no more berries left for anybody. And now if you want berries, you got to knock on his door and suck his cock. I'm like, fine. I'm tired of pancakes. I guess I'll have some blueberries and fucking jobs. Anyways, you know, uh, my doctor told me I should cut down on uh, red meat, and it got me thinking. I like how eating red meat could kill you. The animal's dead, but it never gave up. I'm like, Doc, how about my red frogs? I caught them in the Amazon. I smuggled them out of the country. Should I put them back? I figured out why seafood tastes so good. It lives in a salty ocean. Ever since it was born, it's been marinating. If I'm rich, I'm going to get a big swimming pool. I'm going to fill it up with barbecue sauce, and I'm going to kick a bunch of cows in there. Mo, the, <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. And then I'm going to hit them in the head in a violent way that cracks their skull. This one's ready. (laughs) He's not getting any livelier. Hey, that's why I think that fish in the river should not be considered seafood. Right? You want some freshwater trout? No. You want some sea bass? Yes. You want some salmon? It lives in the ocean, but it dies in the river. Well, I don't marinate my steaks and then soak them in water. So fuck no. (laughs) Give him that shit. (laughs) Hey. Hunger strikes, I like them. It's reverse terrorism. The guy goes, if my demands are not met, I'm going to kill only myself. But I get what I want. Hey, prisoners sometimes hunger strike for better food. I like that. So you get what you want, you win. You don't get what you want, you get hungry. Now everything tastes better. You win again. I'm like, your plan is foolproof. How did you ever end up in jail? You gotta stop thinking of crazy shit. Hey, sometimes I hang out with people who used to beat me up, my parents. All the bracing without the embracing. Mama, you gotta stand up to daddy. Uh-oh, daddy's home, run. <laughs> daddy's a violent man. Sometimes, I, you know, every, anytime I talk to like a, a an attractive woman, I get the butterflies. Which means I either want to run away or fight her. I love you, baby. Let's go. I got gloves on. You don't have to put gloves on. Anyways. All right, I got to go.
1: I got to get out of here. Thank you very much for listening. Give it up for Dwan, everybody. Oh, my God. My mom would be prouder of me if I was Dwight, I gotta say. It's not just because of being full Asian, it's because I'd be funny as well. Uh, We're going to bring up your next comic without any further delay. Oh, yeah, it's you. The guy's got a silky smooth baritone that will make you cream your jeans. Welcome to the stage, Brady Pearson,
4: everybody. Hey, guys, how you doing? Oh, my God, I'm so excited. It's a room full of men. I'm used to it. You know, except you're all wearing way too many clothes, which we could probably work on. I mean, you maybe. Yeah, it's exciting, doesn't it? You're excited just to look at it, I know. So what are you all doing this weekend? Anybody, what are you doing? What are you doing this weekend? What are you doing? Flying back to Ohio, you poor piece of shit. What are you doing there? I mean Oh, okay. Then they're gonna ask you like how many dicks you've sucked here in San Francisco and you're gonna be like, Yeah, you're gonna come out. Have you come out yet? Yeah, are they gonna like are they gonna ask you all that? I hope so. That's just my fantasy, right? I oh, don't know. So what are, you, what are you guys, what are you doing this weekend? Family? What You guys have family? Is everybody seen family tonight? Oh, God. So no one else is going to try to suck a whole bunch of dick this weekend? Oh, my God. It seemed like that kind of room. I mean, I know Pam's here and everything like that, but I don't know if she's really a woman anymore. <laughs> you, thank you. Thank you. I wore them, you know. They look better than all of you um, combined. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's true. I mean, come on. I'm glad Pam's here, although, usually, when there's a woman at the orgy, it kind of feels weird, but (laughs) I'm glad you could be here with us today and do that. Um, Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about dick sucking. I know it's hard to believe. Um, Something that crosses my mind quite often. Kind of like they say, I get how men are supposed to suck. I think about sex every 15 seconds. Did you just think about it? Didn't have, did anyone else just think about sex just a second ago? You did, right? Okay, so that's that's true. Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, why why straight man like have this thing ag- against cocksuckers. You know, why do y'all use it as like something that's bad? You know what I'm talking about? Like on the on the playground, or like, "You fucking a guy, dickie." is there a guy here in here that does not like to have their cock sucked? Please raise your hand or something. That's what I thought. Okay. So why and has any guy here tried to suck their own dick? Right? Right? If if you if you haven't raised your hand, you're lying. Okay? And that's a that's a guy thing. I'm sorry to let that out, gentlemen, but we all know it's true, right? Anyone succeed? Right, did you did you succeed? No? No. I mean, yeah, we all come up short. <laughs> I scanning. But yeah, I mean, so if you want to suck your own dick, why are you mad when another guy wants to suck it? anybody cuz i'm just saying like you know maybe when your eyes are closed we can try this again i'm really all about experiential learning so if we can try any of this up like if your if your eyes are closed have you ever known a guy to say oh, oh please stop sucking my dick you know like no no you haven't you know and i thought so much about sucking dick that you know i keep wondering god how many miles of dick have i sucked i mean okay View you um is this mike dying or is it okay okay now it's okay now i know a lot of you guys might not be as fantastically in doubt so i'm going to raise it up for you guys so let's say six inches do people feel comfortable lying that they have that much here do you you probably have more than well maybe Maybe, or we can find out though, right? Yeah, okay. So if it's six inches, once, you know, like length, and then you go back down, let's say that's a foot, right? That's like a foot, a pass. So where do you, you know, so like I'm figuring like at this point, I could be at least in London by now. I have a lot of frequent sucker miles. You know, it's kind of an obsession, like I want to be really, really good at it. Of course I am really good at it. And again, figure that out later, (laughs) if you'd like, I mean. And guys, I know you're kind of worried, you know, you're like, why, you know, he's talking about cocksucking, and I feel really super uncomfortable, and I want you all to know that it you can be a cocksucker at any time. At any time. So, you have it within you, or you could, depending on how lucky you are tonight, right? Well, you know, uh, it's been really great here sitting, getting to know you guys, and, yeah. And, uh... I feel vulnerable, so I kind of want to share with you this, this song that um, reminds me of when I was 16 and I dreamt of the boys' camp that could have been. And we play with balls all day long. We slide into home base, making over and over again. And we spend a lot of time in the showers and get super, super clean. We want to make sure that, you know, we look good. And we run to the mess hall at... Camp, put it in me. Of Lake, put it in me, Wisconsin. And it goes a little something like this. Oh, I love you, put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me. Put it in me all the way. On your shores, put it in me. I am yours. Put it in me, put it in me every day. Thank you, gentlemen.
1: (laughs) Give it up for Brady. Who got a little bit of a chubby from the vibration when he was talking down here. Be honest, folks. I give it up to Brady, man. We all just, a mouth is a mouth is a mouth. Let's just all get sucked off, right? Am I right, folks? Come on. Gender fluidity uh, is spicy, guys. Come on, just get with it. It's the, it's the you know, be a 90s guy. Get with it, all right, guys. Your next comic just came in hot off of the street, both literally and figuratively. Please welcome to the stage, Miss Denise Lee, everybody. <laughs>
5: So my mom calls me a lot on the phone. She calls me every single day, 5.01 p.m. without fail. Um, I really like it when my mom calls, you know, it's very consistent. She's a very consistent person. Um, You know, every time she calls, she asks how my day is going. I tell her how my, she tells me about how her day is going. She asks about the weather. Uh, reinforces how she's disappointed in my life choices, like that kind of thing, you know? Um, You know, every time we talk, she talks about how like she regrets not being more strict with me when she was growing up. She's just like, oh, I thought success could be achieved without childhood trauma, but here we are. Um, And you know, she's like, if you had a better job, like, I don't know, maybe you could afford enough fabric to cover your entire torso. You know, she's just not too happy. Um, today, it was interesting. She was asking me if I had found a boyfriend yet. And I was like, I'm talking to my mother on a Friday night and doing this. So no, I am very much alone. And just without a hint of irony, she was like, why does nobody want you? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> a loaded question (laughs) I was like I mean when it comes to dating like I don't even want me like I am like those like breadsticks at Olive Garden like the unlimited ones like extremely available but the more you get the more you hate yourself and regret it they're just like if I had like a Yelp review it'd be like uh looked better than it tasted Or uh, still get acid reflux when I think about her, you know? Zero stars. Zero stars. (laughs) Um, I mean, there was one guy, one guy that I became infatuated with earlier this year because he had, you know, he performed all these romantic gestures, like he would acknowledge my existence and. Uh, text me back in a timely manner, just a real, real chivalrous gentleman. Um, And, you know, we had communication issues though, like right from the start. uh, Before things escalated, like physically, I asked him to get tested, just very responsible, you know. Uh, I think we had different tests in mind because he told me that he was negative for COVID, it turns out, not STDs, and that's how I wound up with chlamydia. Like, thanks a lot, Mike. That's actually a total lie. Things never even got to that point. It was over before it started. He ghosted me after like two dates. He was like, ah, I'm over these Olive Garden breadsticks, like the fettuccine Alfredo's here. Time to, no, exit. Um, And I mean, I like to think that I have like very reasonable standards when it comes to dating. You know, like I'm not looking for someone who's fancy or like attractive. Someone with like a Tesla kind of vibe, you know, all flashy, like I am looking for someone with just a really strong like 2012 Honda Civic aesthetic. (laughs) Just doesn't turn heads by any means but is very reliable, gets you from point A to point B, and if needed, has very good resale value. But I mean, at this point, I would settle for like literally anyone right now. Like it has been so long since I have gotten any action. Like the most intimacy I've experienced in the last year has been like at the grocery store slapping watermelons just pounding away at costco just fondling all the watermelons giving them like an assertive like bdsm spank to find the perfect one to take home like yeah the uh like picking fruit is the most r-rated activity in my life right now like my life is literally like a pixar movie um and that is my time thank you
1: Give it up for Denise, everybody! Coming soon to a Trader Joe's near you. The, oh, is it Costco now? I feel like you used to say Trader Joe's, am I wrong? I feel like you do it everywhere, but Costco would have the best selection just because of the quantity, you know? Like it's a numbers game, they have like 8,000 watermelons, you're not gonna go to Trader Joe's where they're super fished out and only have like the, the three or four dented ones in the bin out front that are all smell like car exhaust. No, you wanna slap the best that you can get by the numbers. Guys, clap very loudly for your next comedian coming to the stage, it's Josh Katsky everybody.
6: Mm -hmm.
7: Give it up for your last comic, give it up for Brady, and by it I mean your anal virginity. Oh yeah. Uh, I lost the game you guys. Um, I I hate the game. I hate it so goddamn much. Do you do you guys play the game? Do you know what the game is? It's a horrible game. It's basically the same rules as uh, your grandmother getting gang banged. As soon as the thought enters your head, you lose. I mean, at least that's how I feel about. I don't know what you guys do in your spare time. I hate it. I like have an irrational hatred of this game though. Like I'll be driving someone. And they'll, like, on the radio, I'll hear, like, 25 people were murdered in a club tonight. And I'll be like, oh no. And then my friend will be like, I lost the game. And I'll be like, God damn it. Why would you do this to me? (laughs) Oh, Oh, cry at my tears. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like the game, uh, it's kind of like HPV, you know? Like, it's always there, it's in the background. And you may not think about it for a while, but it's just always ready to flare up and ruin your night. Uh, God, I wish I could lobotomize the game out of my brain, but it wouldn't work because the surgeon would be like, Josh, are you still thinking about the game? And then I would have lost the game. There's no winning. I will never win the game. The only game I can win is who can say the game the most in an open mic. I'm like, kill that shit. Uh, when people say don't hate the player, hate the game, this is that game. I'm, I'm sick of saying game. Game, game, game. Uh... Comedy's been going pretty well for me. You know, as you can tell, I'm pretty amazing. And uh, I just want to, full disclosure, I am now sponsored by Chevron. Chevron, your home for all your animated car fetish porn or whatever they're doing with their commercials. I've got to assume that the animator for Chevron was like, we know people are going to make porn out of this, so we're just going to we're gonna go with it. And then we're going to sponsor the Giants. Uh, they, uh, As part of my contract, I have to talk about global warming for a little bit. Um, It's not real you guys. It's not real if global warming was real. Could I do this? Wait fuck that's for dreaming. Okay, it might it might be real. It might be real, but it's It's a good thing. All right. I Don't know I heard that like 30% of of emissions are caused by cows. You guys heard that one the other 70% is actually caused by Trader Joe's They have rows and rows of freezers no caps just letting that energy roam free, because they know what our good friends at Chevron have known for years. That global warming is a good thing, all right? Think about it. We could have this weather every day in San Francisco, all right? This is amazing. This is the only day I can say that joke in that way, because it's the only warm day we've ever had in this city. God. Yeah. Uh, huh. Oh, baseball, because um, I tried playing normal sports, I kept getting injured, and I was like, I'll play adult league, beer league, baseball, and then I kept getting injured, so I'm just gonna fucking die now, and then I'll stop getting injured. I don't know, global warming, I think, I'm okay with it at this point, I think we all just need to die, it's not just because of the game, Uh, I learned about something the other day, I got a targeted ad for a pocket puppy, which is... Um, is it like a Tamagotchi you put in your pocket? No. It is a stuffed animal that someone shoved a pocket pussy inside so their dogs could fuck. All right? What the fuck is wrong with us as a species? We can't solve homelessness, but we can make Fido come? What the fuck? <sighs> I don't know. And you might be asking, Josh, why are you getting targeted ads for the pocket puppy? And I got to tell you, that is a great question, if I am out of time. All right? Have a good one.
1: Give it up for our very own Jose Canseco in the house, Josh Kotsky, Taking one, taking one for the team, Matt. So, hey, so, you know, comedians do false premises all the time. This is not one. I caught a foul ball at the day game the other day on Tuesday. We lost the game, but I won. I'm sorry? Fuck. Indeed, fuck the Yankees. Uh, that's correct. Um, oh, I'm sorry. That's not Uh, Mutiny Radio does not officially take the position of fuck the Yankees. Uh, uh, this is going out over the airwaves. Uh, Mike Judge just comes in here and fucking kicks me in the nuts. You would die for, if Mike Judge kicked you in the nuts, though. I'm just saying. Okay. But, uh, yeah, nope. But I'm glad I caught the foul ball, because they are talking about taking the A's out of Oakland. I think that's ridiculous. Because if you... No. Yeah, fuck that. Because if you take the A's out of Oakland, it's just going to be Oakland. <laughs> right? It's important... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's important. It's important that the children of Oakland have somewhere to go with their dads and share some quality time standing at a trough, at eye level with the adult dicks of several other men and realize that their dads do not have the biggest dick in the world. It's important that we keep baseball at the Coliseum. Guys, welcome to the stage, your next comedian, very funny man, Mr. Dylan Hyun, everybody.
8: Thank you, thank you. So um, is no one gonna talk about the flies in here? You've got like the perfect amount of flies. I'm not going to lie. It's like just more than my dorm room, but like one more away from a really good Mexican restaurant. You know, like you got to have a little bit of flies in your Mexican restaurant because like that adds extra soul. You know, like if I find a hair in my burrito, I'm like,
9: yeah, this is it.
8: This is it. Yeah. I'm watching that fly go in circles. I think it might be high. I've smelled some of the stuff that comes out of that booth, and um, (laughs) I I think that's what what drew the flies in here, actually, just some really good weed. You know, I fuck with it. Yeah. (laughs) Sex is great. Love to have it one day. Yeah, how about abrupt transitions for you, you know? <laughs> I'll get into my material now. But, um, yeah, you know, I look like the kind of guy that dads are okay with staying at home alone with their daughters. They just assume I'm the tutor, you know? Like, they're not wrong. But, like, you know those movies where it's, like, the nerd tutors the hot girl and they, like, fall in love? Nah, I'm there to work. You <laughs> know, like, hey, I'm... <sighs> Like, maybe after you're done studying, I can teach you a thing or two. Like, bitch, I've seen your report card. I'm not fucking a girl that can't pass home economics. Like, you'd make a horrible mom. You'd make a horrible mom. You can't cook for shit, you know? Crazy. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really not great with the ladies, Um, so I'm on Tinder, which is really just the McDonald's of dating, right? Like, you know what's bad for you, and then you show up, and you're like, yo, I think they messed up my order. I, I could have sworn I said no pickles, but I mean, I guess you get what you pay for, so. Yeah, and you know, one time I was on Tinder and I came across this girl with this amazing body, and I'm talking like lean, athletic, and it was all beach photos, but the last one, you could actually see her face, and um, it was my sister. I was like, ah, I knew that ass looked familiar, I just couldn't, Ah. so we matched, yeah, yeah, it turns out she's, she actually passed home economics, so I think it's going to work out. So, you know, yeah, my mom loves that joke. (laughs) She's actually cool with the incest part, she just doesn't like the idea of me dating a girl that's only half Korean. Like, she's not racist, but, like, you know the energy of those 50s diners that have pictures of Frank Sinatra? It's kind of that vibe, you know? But um, my dad's Korean, and uh, Asian parents, they have a lot of pride in their kids. I mean, I'm sure you know, Denise. (laughs) You know, I I was trying to pick you up after your self-deprecating humor, but... Oh, oh okay. All right, yeah. <laughs> y- you know what? You, you know what? All right, that's that's all good. Uh, you know you're about old enough. That's y- You know that 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 is that is true. I mean, one time you told me you have abortions older than me. I'm not even like that that was our first interaction. <laughs> I wish I was joking, but the first time I showed... I first time I pulled up to Mutiny Radio, I'm like, all right, $5 going in, going into the bin, the Venmo. You start talking, comparing me to your abortions, I'm like, every week since then, I've only given $2. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, you know, that's how it goes. You you gotta treat your clientele well. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) well, unlike your kids, you haven't kicked me out yet, so. But, um, you know, all right. Well, you know, I'm I'm gonna end it there. Um. Well, I'll I'll be back here, like September 20th, but I'll be back in Ohio, having fun with my grandparents, spending time with my sister. So, um. Oh, I got one minute. Oh, cool. Um, I'll, I'll I'll waste your time for a, a minute more. Um. Yeah. Yeah. As I was saying, Asian parents they got a lot of pride in their kids, right? Like, Asian parents talk about their kids the same way white people talk about their dogs. They're like, yeah, he's a purebred. (laughs) I don't let him on the couch, though, that's dirty, you know? And like, my dad brags about me a lot on Facebook for whatever reason, and like, it's not even things that I'm ready to share. He'll just be like, Dylan just got laid yesterday, so proud. (laughs) I'm like, Dad, you don't gotta share that with Grandma, please. She was there. Two incest jokes in the same set. Let's go. I'm on a roll. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, yeah, no, I'll just end it there, I guess.
10: Wrong. I, I,
1: I let you go a little bit over you. Wow. Give it up for Dylan, everybody. That shit was fire. I gave him an extra, like, 30 seconds because he skipped the Weezer concert to be here tonight, you know? So I figured that, you know. They just yo, oh, shit, that's another gotta go, whoa. Oh. Guy, I'm sorry. You know, that's is that racist to just say that you, you look like you like Fallout Boy? Is that is that I mean I'm half Korean too, so I feel like, you know, half Asian hate on half Asian hate like might be okay to our <laughs> listeners. It's not in this room, though, okay I'm gonna move right. I'm going to move right along. <laughs> no, I, I'm, like, I'm liking the diversity. We got a couple of whole Asians, a couple of half Asians. You know, we can make us some dim sum here. We, can, yeah, we, got, we got like a dim sum amount of uh, diversity on this bill tonight. I like it. I like it. Uh, I'll just give you a short song I wrote about dim sum. It goes like this i would like a number three with some hot pork sticky buns maybe some crispy shrimp balls i get some dim sum let's get some dim sum baby dim sum little tiny portions yum yum dim sum anybody want to get some after this okay guys i'm going to bring up your next comic uh this guy's very funny man please give it up for jay stewart everybody
11: That your host? Yeah. <laughs> I uh I forgot to eat today, so uh just excuse my my lower energy. Uh, I actually had to I w- I had like a full four minutes that I, I uh was gonna perform, but actually something like really embarrassing happened r- like before I came, so I, I just thought it would be like a smart thing to. You know, tell complete strangers uh, embarrassing things. That it's one of those things that I'm gonna be thinking about for like a couple weeks, just like over and over. And like, why the fuck did I say that? So that I haven't eaten at all today. And my we're, my roommates were were ha- they're throwing this like party, and and my one roommate is like really like trying to invite our upstairs neighbors for whatever reason. And th- it's like six girls, and they're all like in like very early 20s and um and he keeps complaining because like my other roommate uh, he's been complaining lady single essentially is oh i'm trying to get out with that and so (laughs) i was saying i he, he said this girl's coming it'll be fun and and i was like yeah man that'll be great to get some young girls in here and i was just like wait what, uh, uh, what what just came out of my mouth wait what what did i just say and he like totally called me out he's like that was like really weird he said i was like i, I was like, i didn't really like mean it like like young girl i just like i don't know you were talking the other day i was trying to make a joke but it really really did not pan out it was supposed to I don't know. Uh, There's, there's literally, there's no punch there at all. I just, it's really embarrassing. And (laughs) I'm going to be thinking about for like a week or so guys, I really am just, I'll be in the shower. Like, why did that sentence come out like that? Oh my gosh. Um, I, uh, but, uh, wait, I was going to do that one bit, but I decided I'm going to skip it. Um, yeah, there is this, I heard this comic talking uh she was talking about how masks they they feel like she's like i wonder if this is what condoms feel like i'm like no this is not what condoms feel like i mean it i can open up a package of a disposable mask with my teeth and not have my girlfriend like ask me to get another one you know (laughs) like um she doesn't care it's just a mask um okay um uh back to school. Oh yeah, I'm going back to school. Yeah, I went back to school. Thank you. It's been 8 years since I I've been back to school. Uh last time I was back in school, uh it was still okay to publicly enjoy movies produced by Harvey Weinstein. So <laughs> it, it it is a it's a culture shock. It's a culture shock. I I uh, was having a little trouble in one class, and I was uh, talking to this TA, and she just started berating me. And I was like, "Am I getting cyberbullied by my TA?" This technology didn't even exist when I was in school before. I don't, I don't know if I have the, I don't know, emotional coping mechanisms to, blah 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 blah. I don't care. Okay, next joke. <laughs> oh really? Oh fuck. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, uh okay, I'll skip that. Uh I used to do real estate for a little bit and um uh they the they love to tell you like this neighborhood is up and coming. And I just think those those adjectives are 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 kind of masculine for me. Like I, I I'm not trying to uh, that's not something I'm like, "Oh yeah, this it coming." Yeah. Great, like get, get back to me when this neighborhood is uh, sopping wet and temporarily can't feel the legs, you know, <laughs> like that's the, that's the neighborhood I want to live in. All right, thank you very much.
1: So you guys, I'm just gonna, uh, can, can we all agree that, that like we're all used to being ashamed in dark rooms and I can turn off these lights just because the heat factor, is that all right with everybody right now? I went ahead and just turned off the house lights. We're all just gonna get all dark and sticky in here and stuff, and uh, we'll just be moist together, everyone. But it's just—it's hot in here. Is it just me? Am I just dead sexy? Um, you know, you guys, give it up, D- dude. Give it up for Jay Stewart first of all, because that was a great set. Jake Jay Stewart can I ask you a, a a question did you audition for the uh show Silicon Valley or did you not audition for the show Silicon Valley I would have thrown you right on that sucker dude good looking guy like you well here's the thing cuz you look like you might like beat my ass and then you open your mouth you're like oh this guy hey buddy Where, you, you got the good you got the good hook on the DMT can we go let's go to yeah all right all right you guys I hope you're up on your local, uh, on your local and worldwide political news scene. You're probably going to hear a little bit something about it. Uh, he is the hero of Mutiny Radio. Give it up for Matthew Quirk. What's up, snowflakes?
12: So I, uh, I just had a really fun conversation with some drunk comic that hasn't been around in a year and a half, uh, advising me that I should. Uh, You know, write more jokes. Uh, It's always great to get that feedback. Seeing as I do jokes every fucking news day. I'm I'm loving the, it's such a family around here. I just didn't realize it was gonna be my family. Alcoholics dropping by every once in a while to lecture you on. It's great. So anyway, how about that OnlyFans debacle, huh? Yeah, they wanted to cancel porno. Then they found out they didn't really have any fans. Rude awakening. They also, the marketing team finally got back to them. They said, only is a really shitty name for a website. Because they canceled their fans. Anyway, some incel was like, hey, now those, now those, they gotta like get a job. And I was like, yeah, and now you have to start doing yours. Get off in incognito mode at work. I think it's too close to home. These guys missed their only fans accounts. I'm seeing a bunch of incels in here, frankly. Uh, let's see. Uh, you guys are another disappointment. Your whole generation, another fucking disappointment. You guys, yeah, you guys lost the Afghan War for fuck's sakes. You blew it. I mean, I'd like to say you guys l- lost to a bunch of dirt farmers, but you guys lost to dirt hunters and gatherers. Oh, Shut up, him. <laughs> if you tell them they actually farmed, it kills the joke. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, anyway, where was I, oh yeah, total disappointment in your whole generation uh yeah you guys are really darwining with your challenges too you guys had the condom challenge that was where you snorted a condom and tried not to choke to death we had a condom challenge when we were growing up right the challenge was to wear a condom then you had your tide pod challenge right you eat tide pods fucking total poison you thought it was candy When we were growing up, that's how we actually weeded out the simples from the survivors, you know? We knew who to put on the short bus if they would eat the poison because it looked like candy. Anyway, my generation and every generation before me, we ate dirt. It made us tougher. It gave us an immune system. You guys are eating Tide Pods and fucking croaking. It's great. Now you got your fucking milk crate challenge. We had a milk crate challenge when I was growing up. The challenge was to steal enough milk crates so you didn't have to buy any furniture. It was a bed frame. You can get a headboard and footboard out of it, right? Shelving, make a chair. You can make tables. You can carry fucking music in it. You could even carry milk. Because it was a milk crate. Thanks. Milk Crate Challenge, for God's sakes. I just can't with you guys. I mean, you got your fucking CrossFit bullshit. Your life is so soft, you invent work to use your body. I mean, god damn it, what are you even using CrossFit for? So you could code better? I don't get it. I mean the only reason to do CrossFit is to just do more CrossFit. That's cocaine. Anyway, now you got celebrities coming out with their like once a week shower shit. Guys, not to brag, but I was showering once a week before it went all Hollywood. Okay? Back before it was cool. All right, Mutiny Radio, peace out.
1: The world city Mic drop. Of your in trouble, fast, hey, same, same to, guys, give it up for Matthew Quirk, everybody. Uh, respect your elders, even when they're shorter than you. Am I right? Damn right, he says. Matthew Quirk, it's all in good fun. He can make fun of me for being half Asian and Jewish. I'm half Semite, half Sony, you know, half Korean, half Jewish. I can produce your K-pop album on a budget, so it's good. No, it's actually it's absolutely true. Um, uh, what the half Asians in the room have alluded to tonight—that you have to be like a, you have to be a purebred. I'm, I hate to—I'm sorry to steal uh, your joke, um, but uh, yeah, your parents do not want you like because. So I'm neither Korean. Nor am I Jewish in my household, and uh, my mom she just like she just she just wants me to get something that has like the initials of something in it. She doesn't care what I do. She just like she just go go back to school, get your BFA, get your AA, get your BFA. Maybe one day you be CFO. Maybe you be LGBTQ. I don't know. Um, yeah. But I told so. I a couple of years ago when I told her I was going to do stand up, she was like, "No, why, Josh? You're not funny." And you're super ugly. I think you mean you want to have podcast. <laughs> you're not supposed to be on TV. Ugly motherfucker. Oh, uh, you guys. You guys. Thanks all for being here. Thank you all for being here. It's just yeah, sincerely, sincerely hosting. It's it's good anytime, man. It's good to make the connection. Uh, I want to bring up the next guy. He's gonna connect with you like a home run. Give it up for Connor Carter, everybody. Yeah.
9: You're from Ohio? I was just there. All right. That's the most crowd work I've ever done, so uh, let's get out of here. Uh, I, met a, I met a gal in the Bay Area. I've only been here for a week, and uh, she has a nice body. Some people say uh, butts are like onions or watermelons, but hers is like a durian, because it smells like shit, but it tastes like ass. Okay. Uh, I saw some prostitutes the other day, uh, just from driving home, and uh, prostitutes are kind of like bats. You find them under bridges, they come out at night, they spread diseases, and they uh, taste fantastic. All right. I uh, I got a dog recently, and it's I think it's four in dog years, which means uh, it's an unspecified range in human years. It's not very formulaic. It's, it's very confusing to me what exactly that means. And I think we made dog ears just to explain uh, why dogs die so fast to the little kids. Because you can either go, listen, uh, dogs are bad at living, sweetheart, and you wanted a pug, which is physically inefficient, but um, it's really uh, it has tumors all over its body. It's really a tumor with a dog growing out of it at this point. It needs its own seeing-eye dog, and that seeing-eye dog will soon need its own seeing-eye dog. Or you can just say dog years. Okay. Like Dog years are confusing, but I think light years are also confusing because it's a light year, but it's actually a a measure of distance, which is kind of weird. That's like saying, uh, hey, how long do... uh, Hamsters typically live. And that's like saying about this long. <laughs> Females, a little longer, but the average hamster lives about this long. It's a little confusing. All right. Uh, OnlyFans. I don't know what happened in the news with OnlyFans, but I, I was just thinking um, not everyone on OnlyFans is a millionaire. You know? It's like YouTube, probably most of YouTube is people who started a channel. When they were in middle school, they wanted to do something creative and then they stopped after a few months. So there's probably millions of OnlyFans accounts with like eight pictures, four fans, most of them are probably your family because they wanted to support your new hobby and and then they just quit. It's like por- not everyone in porn is a star, right? Are there ever just working porn actors who live uh, you know, film to film? Okay. There's a... Uh, y'all notice those LGBTQ flags? I don't even know if I'm a, that's the right term for them. But all the new colored flags that you see? Are are those... You ever think, like, is that a fl- an LGBTQ flag or an African country that I'm not familiar with? <laughs> Has that joke been made? Like, is... That's a gay... Oh, no, that's just Burkina Faso. I've never paid attention. Whoops. It's like, Gay? Nope, that's just the Ivory Coast. I was not familiar with them. Okay. Uh, phones are, are are pretty versatile nowadays. Like some people use their phone as an alarm clock, or an alarm clock as their alarm clock. Uh, I use the same thing. I just use my bladder as the alarm clock. Wakes me up after four hours of sleep every single day. Okay, that's all I got. Thank you guys so much.
1: Yeah, I do. I, I I give a loose light, man, if you're getting, you know, just it just means finish whatever joke you're on. If you got more in your you know, in you to get out, like make sure and just stroke all that all the way down. You don't want to leave it dirty up there, you know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not super prejudicial and look around the room, you know. We're not And that's okay, you know. We don't, you know. I don't want to be at Green Day in the middle of like 50,000 sweaty people headbanging to American Idiot being idiots. Like I just don't want to do that. So I'm glad to be here with you. Yeah, I don't know what happened on the OnlyFans thing. And you know what? I don't fucking care. You know why? I have a fucking imagination. I can just jack off to my fucking thoughts. I'm not a fucking mindless, goddamn zombie that needs to have, oh, I pay a girl fucking $200 so she can fucking put a fucking kumquat up her fucking twat, like, none of that shit. I'm not gonna fucking do that. I can f- I have a fucking powerful imagination. I can make anybody in this room do anything I want, right, in the in the good, like, perfect quality of the Matrix up here, you know? The, you know, it's like the fucking, yeah, anyway, I don't know. That got weird. Honestly, that got a little weird. What was that, kumquat twat? Gonna gonna kumquat twat. I can't, but it's, that's going to, you can't have men. Man, I will think of, what do you, I mean, what, what do I get to play? Okay, well, I mean, my accordion, I mean, you know. I have the Pretty soon, Christy, what are you going to play? Okay, so she's going to be. She's gonna be like the equivalent of like the of the of, of the 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 person in the Mighty Mighty Boss tones who just dances. <laughs> you remember that? That's what Christy's gonna be for come quat twat. Kick some mighty fine air. Sir. Kick some mighty fine air. Okay. Well, um, just don't kick the air. That is where my nutsack is occupying. Okay, please. Uh, <laughs> you guys, eh, we're just gonna stretch and have a little fun. Cause fuck, I'm running way early and I just I feel bad about that. But I. Give it up for Pam and (laughs) pretend like oh shit oh shit yeah if you want to go rub shoulders uh, with the bigs you can go to punchline and try to sit next to Pam Benjamin she won't act she'll act like listen My? But you need to label it all clearly as to what's weed food and what's not. No, why would I? You, where's the fun in that? You, you just want to play. That's it's not like Russian roulette. It's just it's like Humboldt roulette, right? You know? Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If you're, love you. Bye. we love you. Um, <laughs> yes. If you, um, yeah. If you put something that Pam made in your mouth and don't ask if there's weed in it, like that's on you, right? I mean, you're. Po- <laughs> Okay, so however the rest of this goes, it went great, and I did great, and it was fine. You just tell, yeah, there's no evidence. There's not that camera on the wall. I can pull out my dick. Uh, I'm not going to. Why, everybody just always clams up on me pulling out my dick, and I'm like, you really? Everybody's just always like, <gasps> buttholes clenched, as if like, you know, come on. It's not, it's not happening. Yeah, exactly, oh, see, boom! Oh my God, we, we're back to the seafood and freshwater jokes now. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, okay, so I was watching, this was true, another true, because I don't, I want to stop doing false premises, you know, so I'm just only going to do true premises, which is that, um, you know how, if you have, like, HBO, they'll have two movies shown at the same time, because one showing in Spanish, right, so there's, like, Dark Knight Rises, but then there's Dark Knight Rises in Spanish, so I, but I don't know, like, which one it is, so I just saw the picture, and I flipped to it, and it was the one in Spanish, but it was, like, the part where there's all sorts of bullets, and, you know, it's an action sequence, there's no talking for a long time. And then the first talking is that Bane like runs up to him and he's like, Nosotros sabemos, te voy a matar ahora, Batman. And I was like, oh shit. The guy was fucking good. Dude, he was really, really good. And you know what else? It's like, I was like, did they teach Tom Hardy how to fucking speak Spanish? That's not Tom Hardy, that's Tom Hardy. You can laugh. It's okay, I'm brown. It's okay. It's alright. Tom Hardy. No, I just think a Bane impression's funny no matter what. Like you could just like you know, like Bane is your Siri. You know, in two hundred feet, make a right onto Leavenworth to your inevitable destruction. Anything, anything. Like if Bane were a parody songwriter, like I am, you know, here's here's the parody song that Bane would do. He'd go up. Uh, You're so Bane. You probably think this Gotham's about you. I'm so Bane. I'm so vain. <laughs> Fuck you, Batman. Thank you. I did that for like four fucking minutes the other night and just kept doing Bane, and I'm like, nah. Nope. No. Okay. Um, I love this guy that is coming up to the stage here, so let's make this... Six people that are left sound like a thousand when we we'll welcome Barry Sullivan to the
13: stage. All right. Woo. 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 Let me be uh, the lead singer of your shitty band, Josh. Fuck yeah. I'm a shitty singer. It could work. I got to wear the mask for this one, though, guys. I got to do it. Because me and the other SoundCloud rappers of comedy were the scum of the earth, baby. We're the scum of the goddamn earth. Yeah, baby, that's right. Another woo! Giving me a woo for Xanax. There we go. We got a Xanax crowd. I've never not had a Xanax crowd. Not one single time. I performed in front of a group of kids. It was a Xanax crowd. Some chillin' kids, really relaxed kids. Now, I love the stuff. I um, I'm either uh, enjoying the way I feel on the stuff or withdrawing from it. And you know, that's it's a tough life to live. But I swear to God, I, I dude, I was watching a really scary movie the other night, and I took some Xanax, and then it was just the movie, just rolls <laughs> s- so smooth but the thing about xanax is it builds up in your body like the more you eat it. if you eat it every day which i'll just be real with you it's been every day it builds up it builds up in your fat cells and it builds up in your jizz no joke i swear to god that is not a that is a scientific fact don't look it up but i i'm just saying i've, I've come to realize this because my sweet Indian Pakistani any girlfriend. After she goes down on me, she acts like a white suburban house mom. She's like, oh my God, that was fucking hot. I'm like, Sonia, are you okay? Jesus Christ. She's like, I'm just so fucking hot. I'm like, oh, all right, well, what do you wanna do now? She's like, charcuterie. Nothing goes well better with Xanax than charcuterie, guys, as I've come to learn. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a toxic piece of shit. I come from a long line of toxic pieces of shit. My grandmother, um, she passed from stage four colon cancer. And um, two years previous, prior to all that, when you knew about it, she was enjoying a sudden and effortless weight loss. So she didn't go and get herself checked out. <laughs> and when the doctor was like, oh my God, Helen, what have you been doing to lose this weight? She's like, ow, oh, I haven't been eating sourdough bread. <laughs> sourdough bread killed my grandmother, friends. That's the way that goes. A lot of things, a lot of things from San Francisco you wouldn't expect to kill you will kill you. I'm from here. That Golden Gate Bridge, I know like five fools who who jumped off of it. It's not like a pleasant thing to look at for me. I think they should paint the thing fucking blue. Get it more relaxing out there, man. (laughs) Jesus. And then you see that thing, you see that red prong, the Sutro Tower? That looks like a fucking satanic cat pronged dick. I swear, cats' dicks are pronged so they can scrape other cats' cum out of it. It's no joke. Paint the fucking thing blue. But I know why they won't do it. 9-11. They don't want anyone to crash their shit into it. <laughs> I know. I fucking know. Um, Anyway, 9-11, that was a wild thing that went down. Uh, It's all about perspective, though. I swear, I was in first grade when 9-11 went down. So what happened to me was I just got taken out of school. Me and my friend Jack went home and played Mario Kart. I remember thinking I want 9 eleven every day. It was a good day for me guys. It was a good day I, I don't know what to say else about it. yeah I, um I've come to I've come to appreciate uh, history. Oh thank you. no clown horn oh my god what are we doing? Right. Me no don't fucking do it to me. <laughs> don't do it please. Um anyway military history is what I was talking about. Interesting stuff guys. I do it a lot. I I google a lot of cool shit. I do a lot of cool shit, but the problem with researching military history is that all my Facebook targeted ads are of Nazi memorabilia, guys. It's bad. It's you go to two rallies and Zuckerberg starts to assume all sorts of weird shit about you. But anyway, that's all the time I got. Thank you so much, friends. Come back up here, Josh Kahn, you savage. I just, I
1: get such deep pangs, that's the hardest part of hosting, is that I get such deep pangs of guilt for giving people light, A, and then B, as soon as I give someone the light, I'm sure to like be hanging on the very phrase that was in their mouth when I turned the flashlight on, you know what I mean? Like you will just have said something that is just like so appetizing to me. And I'm like, damn it, I meant two minute light, you know? Maybe that's like a dangerous quote. Maybe this is a slippery slope. Maybe I shouldn't be saying this to you fucking people. Jesus Christ, you're comedians. You're gonna cut my fucking throat. You guys are gonna take advantage of me, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, so 9-11, you know what I'm doing on 9-11? I have a fucking concert with like a six piece rock band on 9-11 at Amato's on uh, Valencia. And it's like, and it's a sold out show too. Like there's only like 10 or 15 door tickets that we're probably gonna show up and I'll buy. So I mean, they told me, you know, 9-11 9-11 never forget I just fucking forgot <laughs> you know how it is when somebody wants to book you I was like I, I forgot 9-11 I just I wanted the booking you know it never happens to you guys I, is, there, is there are there a lot of comedy shows on 9-11 you know like uh, you know I don't know the two towers of comedy you know comedy show on 9-11 has that not happened <laughs> What the. <laughs> Like, uh, you know, like comedy World Trade Central, you know? No, <laughs> nothing like that happens on 9-11. Ah, bang. Like I said, tell Pam that this went great, okay? <laughs> Guys, give it up for your next comedian, Dashell, everybody.
14: Did I say it? Did I, did I butcher that? Okay, I butchered it. It's okay. You and everyone in my life, it's okay. It's okay to butcher. It's, it's Dashell. Dash or no. Hi, folks. Hey, good evening. Um, I'm so glad that we are almost out of a pandemic. I found it very hard to make progress in a relationship over the course of the past 18 months when there was nowhere physically to go. Over the course of four months, I had a relationship proceed from Netflix and chill to Disney plus anal. It's about, that's progress, right? Um, it was nice to get a bunch of extra time around the house though. I really appreciated that. I had always, always wanted to have a rescue animal. So at the very start of the pandemic, I drove out to Stockton, and I dropped my dog down a well. It's all right. I asked her if I could make that joke, and she was totally fine with it. She didn't give a shit. She's like, whatever you're doing that's bringing the food in, just, just keep that up. You're doing, you're doing a good job. Um, it was weird to be a parent through the pandemic. I'm really glad that the kids are back in school again. Last year, I got to watch my son's entire sixth-grade experience play out right in my living room. Not good. The school bully would make him Venmo over his lunch money. Glad they're back in school. I think it's much healthier that he'd be bullied in person. Um, I don't know if you heard the CDC reporting on this, but they say that even with all this Delta nonsense that's going on, it is finally safe for fully vaccinated adults to share needles with strangers again. Excited about that. In case anyone's looking to tie one on after this. <laughs> or whatever the expression is. Um, I'm a big environmentalist. I care a lot about the environment. I finally had a friend come visit recently and I told her, what do you want to do? We could, you know, show you Sutro Baths, show you Coit Tower, whatever the case is. She said, let's just get in the car and see where the open road takes us. And in my head, that's the same thing as saying, you know what, let's just turn on the stove while we figure out what we want to do for dinner. You know, all four ranges, (laughs) fuck it. Uh, I was reading an article, though, recently about all the great things you can do for the environment. And it turns out that the number one thing that you can possibly do for the environment, though, is to have one fewer child. Unfortunately, the article did not clarify how you're supposed to dispose of it. Compostable, I'm assuming. Um, I asked my son if I could tell that joke. He was not, not as easy as the dog. He wanted extra screen time in order for me to tell that joke. I told him he could go fuck himself. His name isn't Mark Zuckerberg. He can't decide what kind of jokes I can tell. I gave him dog food. He can learn to be appreciative like the animal. Um, but yeah, it's weird out there on the internet these days, folks. There's a lot of funny information. It's hard to, you know, get good news. My favorite is this conspiracy theory going around, the school to prison pipeline. Have you guys heard about this? A lot of people out there on the internet are convinced that our education system is funneling children from disadvantaged backgrounds into the incarceration system. Uh, Seems like a pretty bold claim to me. I feel like a lot of people would need to be involved. I don't know if you've heard of a little project called Keystone XL, but uh, (laughs) it's not exactly easy to set up a pipeline in this country. Also, I hate to say it, but uh, our schools are doing a shit job of preparing these kids for prison. (laughs) Even the really bad schools aren't doing a very good job of it. It's not like anyone is teaching these kids prisoner's dilemma. That's a 300 level econ class, you know? Also, I mean, there's no guarantee that any of these kids are even going to get into a good prison. People are freaking out about a pipeline like we're living in some kind of Jordan Peele movie. You wanna talk about a pipeline, let's talk about the Disney Channel to Pop Diva pipeline. Like that is a real legitimate pipeline, you know? And that's one that we could actually do something about. Here you guys are worried that our education system's trying to perpetrate some reverse underground railroad. Meanwhile, the Walt Disney Company is pathologically grooming child actors into sex symbols. And we're just like, Disney, you're a national treasure. You just keep keep up the good work, you know? Maybe, just maybe, uh, onlyfans.com can reinvent itself as a website where only fans within an appropriate age range can keep up with the goings-on of celebrities between their late teens and their mid-20s, right? You know, it's like, I don't need to be exposed to that. Don't get me wrong, you know, Olivia Rodrigo's music slaps. That shit is amazing, but like, Men my age don't need to hear that for another five years or know what she looks like, you know? Let's let Selena Gomez enjoy some of the spotlight while she's still in her twilight years, you know? Even Selena, she's still so young that if we have to retire her now, she goes back on the school to prison pipeline. All right, you guys have been amazing. My name's Dash Rideau.
1: for Daschle, everybody. That's Daschle, not Deschelle. He will kick you in the nuts so hard that you will go right down that pipeline to the prisons. So, I I laughed really hard at at most of those jokes. I'm just going to get serious for a second. I was on that pipeline. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. My school colluded with the courts and recommended that I be kidnapped at about 3 a.m. by... I'm I'm not joking. Pipeline's real. I went there, man. Okay, And I get into the best prisons, baby. I got a scholarship. I got a federal court case coming up. That shit's real, too. I'm not doing fake premises tonight. I'm not. All this shit is fucking real. Every one of you guys, like, you don't know, but you're in the presence of a real motherfucker here, dude. Like, (laughs) you come and fuck with my shit, and, dude, I will fuck your day up on Facebook or in real life. It doesn't matter where I'm at. Like, I will just... (laughs) Everywhere, I do not care. So we got all the way to the last comic of the night without anybody doing like a ton of serial killer jokes, which really surprises me because I feel like every time when it's like more than 10 comedians, you're bound to hear the serial killer joke, right? We didn't hear a single one tonight, so give yourselves a little pat on the back for that, first of all, Um because I don't think it's that funny. I mean, I just wanna, the only thing that I want to genuinely know about serial killers is what is this ad agency that's coming up with all these really catchy names for them? You know, Night Stalker, Night Stalker, you know? Like, Golden State Killers. Golden State Warriors, guy sounds like a champion to me. You know? Zodiac Killer, hell, I'm a Gemini, he can kill me twice. Sounds mysterious. I wonder if he's sexy. I know, I'm doing these for you, Billy. I fucking love, I love you, Billy, I love you. No, I'm super, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I got nothing to fucking lose, man. I'm out there on the streets playing music for dollars. That's what I actually do in real life for money. Uh, so I, what I identify as a hobo. Okay, my pronouns are, hey, you, and don't do that there. <laughs> True story. True story. Not super politically correct is Josh Khan. if you cannot tell. Uh, I'll give you an example. I was in Whole Foods, and I had to ask somebody. I made really sure to use like non-gender pronouns. I was like, excuse me, would you show me, please, where can I find the thick and chunky salsa? And they were like, whoa! Not thick and chunky salsa at Whole Foods. We call it Husky and Empowered Salsa here. Um, And he chased me out of the store with a pricing gun. Uh, Yeah. People are all up in arms about Eric Clapton because he won't play to a audience that, uh, we're, we're a venue that wants to check for vaccine cards, right? I'm like, dude, I knew Eric Clapton was a piece of shit a long fucking time ago, dude. You don't have to fucking tell me that, right? You know his, okay, so, but sad, again, sad true thing. His He had a kid, like, in the 70s when he was all fucked up on coke, right, that died. Died. Not That's not funny. I mean, like, that's fucked up, you know? And so he wrote this song in the 90s, Tears in Heaven, right? And he made, like, a trillion fucking dollars off that song, Tears in Heaven. So my question is, like, how sad is he really about that kid dying? Huh? Like, when he's playing that song for, like, the thousandth fucking time at, like, arena, sold-out arenas and shit, do so you think in his head he's singing different lyrics? He's singing, like, Would I still get paid <laughs> if you were not in heaven? Could I buy so much cocaine if you were not in heaven? Clapton doesn't buy regular cocaine anymore, though. He, like, buys super cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sick guys, I'm a sick fucking, I'm a sick twisted individual. Um, and so the last thing I'll, I'll take you through um, is that like, I'm still very pandemic minded even though it's kinda over, like I'm still like boarded up inside my house with like card tables nailed over the windows and shit like watching my VHS because my internet doesn't work because I don't have any money. Um, by the way, anybody that didn't uh, put in, put in because that's, the, that's what I'm getting for doing tonight. Um, if you want to give me your money um my venmo is accordion guy if you can spell accordion you deserve to give me some money <laughs> that's, that's basically how i feel about it yeah yeah no yeah so yeah so like i can't pay for my i can't pay for my internet so i'm inside watching vhs and i've been watching all my disney's again right the big puffy disney cases did you guys all have those growing up did you ever i always thought that the d and walt disney looked like a g Right, did you guys think that growing up? Okay, good, I wasn't the only one that grew up watching Walt Disney movies. <laughs> um, but all Disney all Disney films, I know that Disney himself was like an ardent racist, but they're like, no, the films are like family friendly. I'm like, they're not though, because they almost are racist. They're like just short. Like all Disney songs stop like one line short of just being like a racial like epithet, you know? Like, a whole new world with no Jews. You know, you know they wanted to attack that on they just didn't, you know. I just can't wait to be king of Florida, you know. I used to say QAnon, but that's like uh, flat earthers, all this shit. I'm not a flat earther. I'm not. I think that shit is stupid, but I'm not a round earther, you know. I think even the guys who have been into space just like the best that they can confirm is that it's like a big hill, you know. Anyway, uh, but the, the the film that always comes up with Disney's Little Mermaid, right? That's like the most controversial one, right? Because of the dicks on the cover and all the shit like that, right? You know? But I think the most offensive thing about it is that, so like what they like to do on QAnon like with right-wingers, they like to take left-wing like cartoons and turn them and make them use them for the right. You know, Pepe the Frog? That thing—it was like a liberal artist made it, and the right took it and adopted it, and now they like use it. It's like a right-wing thing. If you see a Pepe the Frog, it's a right-wing meme now, and the guy hates it. Um, but so they took—they've taken some Disney characters and done the same thing with them. I don't know if you know that. They took uh, Sebastian the crab from the Little Mermaid, and they turned him orange, and he's like a climate change denier now. Um, so now, when you pop in the Little Mermaid QAnon version, uh, he sings like this: He goes, "We'll never be." under the sea don't listen to greta life is much better you trust in me the gop i found a new island where we can play it's made up entirely of bpa those greenhouse gases won't put our asses under the sea (laughs) climate change is not real yay that was my time you guys i'm going to give the mic over to our final closing comic she's such a funny lady you can catch her all over the bay area my friend, Christy Bana.
15: Joshua Khan, thank you for having me at this open microphone. All right, so I've been in LA for a minute. <clears throat> I've been spending some time with my folks, that's where I'm from. Um, as some of you know, I'm so from LA, you guys. My dad is actually a plastic surgeon. It's true. That's how LA I'm from. And you know, it's if you do not win the genetic lottery, which I did not, I was not a cute kid. Uh, you have two options: you can get surgery, or you can get a personality. So <laughs> clearly, I went with surgery. Um, no. I could have, though, because my dad's a plastic surgeon. Uh, And when people find out that I didn't have elective surgery, they were like, oh my God, okay, so this is like a deliberate choice. (laughs) Okay, but good for you. Hashtag brave. Um, I actually do like LA a lot. It's the only place where your waiters will tell you their dietary restrictions. I love that so much. Uh, I once was like, hey, how's the burger here? And the server was like, "Mm, well, I don't eat meat, so. It's like okay, can you recommend anything else? She said, mm, "I'm not really like doing food right now, so I'm on a juice cleanse." It's like, oh, okay, okay, cool. So you're abstaining from solid foods and from being helpful. That's cool. What's that diet called? Um, yeah, I like to poke fun at my dad about all the plastic surgery and stuff, and he's like, "Look, you count your blessings." My job put food on the table. And I was just like, Dad, I'm not supposed to do solid foods. We live in LA. That that callback was too soon, wasn't it? It was like, ring, ring, ring. It was more of a call waiting. It was like just like, hold on for two seconds, and I'll get right back to it. No, that's fine. Um, that's OK. Uh, <laughs> I think growing up in LA kind of messed me up uh, in more ways than one. Uh, I think that. We used to go to Disneyland so often uh, that, like, it kind of just ruined the rest of the world for me. So I once was on the Nile River in Egypt, the real one in Egypt, and was like, "God, this looks pretty fake. The Jungle Cruise is much better." And I once was on a, a r- precarious rope bridge in a forest in a rainforest in Ghana, true story, in 2016, and I was like, "This is very Indiana Jones the ride." not the movie. Uh, anyway, ev- I use Disneyland now as a reference for everything and it's ruined everything. Um, yeah, so that's, that's cool. Uh, so I went to, uh, um, <laughs> I went to a wedding a few weeks ago and it was my cousin it was like a very, uh, you know, religious ceremony. And I realized that there's something profoundly horny about Christian wedding vows. Like, these, this was definitely a couple that, like, waited, if you know what I mean. Um, and the groom said, and I, I shit you not, I directly quote, he said, ever since I've met you, blessings have continued to fall into my lap. And I was just, I was just like, is anyone hearing this? I bet they did. I bet they did fall into her lap. Hashtag still a virgin. Um, my, my, my aunt was not happy it was a family wedding um it's cool um y'all ever catch yourself being like a little too woke where you're like looking like through the lens of systemic injustice a little too hard like i was at a stoplight and i saw uh, a disheveled white guy holding a sign asking for money and i didn't have anything and i was just like he'll be fine he's white he's a white man it's like this man could not be any less fine. He is not wearing shoes. How heartless can I be? He's going to walk the streets alone at night. But then again, as a woman, I can't walk the streets alone at night. So, I'm a little bit jealous. It's just, you know, uh, you know when you have those awful arguments with yourself and then you just crash the car deliberately to stop the thoughts me too, ne- me neither. Um, so Another fact, uh, fun fact, you guys know I'm a recovering attorney. Uh, tr- attorneys and comedians have a lot in common. We drink heavily, but only attorneys get to play this super fun game called how much can we drink and work before it's malpractice. <laughs> Depends on what you had for lunch. It's super unprofessional not to build a base. Uh, Yeah, so everyone knows that uh, the law is a notoriously... Male-dominated profession. Can you imagine a male-dominated profession? And I was just like, "Enough's enough, Bonna. It's time to go into entertainment." Because, uh, because th- that's a joke. Because there's lots of. Because I'm the only female in this room. For those listeners at home, uh, case in point, I went to um, a <laughs> I went to a female leadership attorney workshop, like workshop for attorneys. They gave everyone a little notebook that said, "She believed she could, so she did." Oh, how cute. Can you imagine handing a notebook to male attorneys that said, he believed he could? No! It would just say, he did it! He did it, and he got away with it! (laughs) He didn't even get jail time. He's on the Supreme Court now. We don't know which Supreme Court justice I'm talking about, and that's the fucked up thing about that joke. But a little inside baseball, I'm talking about Kavanaugh. (laughs) Clarence Thomas is so, so old. Um... Yeah, and I, I just think it's th- the misogyny persists, but it also, you know, it's definitely gotten better, but not as soon as we, like, it hasn't been that much better for that long. Like, for example, women only got the right to serve on juries in all 50 states in 1973. That's like really recent memory, 1973, okay? They were seen as unfit and too emotional which is very messed up because the quintessential narrative about juries in our culture is called 12 angry men, right? Uh, angry but not emotional. You get to pull that off because they're like, we're not emotional. We just have somewhere better to be. And that's why we're angry. Yeah, your eyes glaze over. This was before your time, sir. I'm six. I'm 65 and I look amazing. It's because I ate way too much um, Burger King in all those preservatives. It's OK. I'm also Egyptian, so we know a thing or two about embalming. And I'm also teaching a master class on just bombing. (laughs) It's a double entendre. Um, Yeah, it's it's very interesting to me that women got the right to serve on juries in 1973, same year that we uh, got the right to have an abortion. So it's like we got jury duty and our excuse to get out of jury duty in the same year. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm having an abortion that day. I'm so sorry. I would love to do that. I would love to. I cannot. Um, So I'm going to get out of here because all of y'all's, you've you've all been so patient and such a lovely audience, men. Um, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm still getting used to driving around everywhere. I just got a car, and it's like super weird. And I almost got towed in front of a bunch of people because a spontaneous farmer's market just shot right up around my car. This is true. This happened exactly a week ago on Friday. And just to like be, you know, merry about it, I actually there was like a group of people watching me outside like oh her car's getting towed and I just said like as I was paying the tow person $250 to get it off of the hitch who would like to see me light some actual cats on fire? And then everyone laughed so it was worth it. I don't care that everyone saw it. I love an audience. See, that's what that's what how sad comedians are. Um, okay, I'm going to leave you with this. Oh, you know what I should have said uh, a few a uh, few minutes ago when I was talking about surgery? This is an actual thing I said and somebody said that it might be funny, so I'm just going to say it. Good, pre- g- good setup, Bonna. Uh... I wanted to say earlier, look, I would never fat shame a woman unless that woman were me. And I think that that's basically, like, put that on a fucking grill and slap it on my jalopy because that's that's how I want to go down. All right, guys. And I do mean guys. <laughs> um, Please have a wonderful afternoon, evening, and night. And uh, tip your Josh cons. Okay. Bye. <laughs> That has been
1: laughs. That has been merriment. That has been Friday. I expect you all to go out and uh, perform some acts of service to the God of Drugs. Make some sacrifices tonight, people. Okay, I'm Josh Kahn, uh for hosting for Pam Benjamin. This is Mutiny Radio. You can, uh, if you're listening on the radio, you can donate to us at uh, Mutiny Radio. Uh, it's the one with the Burton Ernie on it. It's not the other one. Those people are fucking thieves. Bye. <laughs>
16: Vino, go! 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 Up in the air!